0: You are listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of
1: allgames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though.
0: Gamers, ninjas, robots, and, well, whoever else listens to this show. What's up, guys? It's Horseplay Live. My name is OE1X2, and of course, today is Thursday, April 14th, 2016, episode 122, titled Going Deeper on Hashtag the Division and MOBAs. Maybe. No, because we said that last week, and we didn't get to half of what we wanted to talk about. But, before we get into all that, I'm joined by somebody that, if you don't know him, you're wrong, or you just were born. Everybody's filthy favorite hardcore casual, the man himself behind Dekantix.net, the one the only, Yogizilla. What's up, dude?
2: Welcome to Tuna Radio. I had to squeeze it in there.
0: <laughs> right. And we also have a guest today that's going to probably be with us the whole show. Um, kind of giving us his points and uh, just kind of chilling with us today. So, Bearded Hat, what's going on, dude?
3: Not much, man. Doing all right.
0: Been seeing you stream a little bit more lately. Figured, yeah, uh, I've, actually,
3: I've actually had a chance to. It's nice. Yeah? Yeah, well, now, <laughs> the, uh, now the baby sleeps through the night. I actually oh, yeah. get a couple
0: of nights a week to carve out for myself. Isn't that glorious when they actually start sleeping through the whole night? God, it took ten months. Yeah, it took me mine like four. I mean, he was not even that i mean it was like three he was sleeping through the whole night which was awesome and uh and now he's a devil so um
2: <laughs> let's just how, how guys, it works when you get the yeah. the babies that are quiet and calm they grow up to be real loud assholes
0: yeah when you know it, it might be just a little a bump you know he'll look and look around see if anybody's looking at him and if one person's looking at him he sits there, opens his mouth wide as hell, and... Ah! Like, what What are you screaming for? Oh, I skinned my knee. You gotta scream? <laughs> like, come on, kid, you're fine. Get up. Yeah. Drop some dirt on it. Walk it off, son. Walk it off. i don't drop dirt on it you get infected, Dada. Okay.
3: Get out of here with your science talk.
0: When, when your four-year-old comes up and says, No, Dada, it's gonna get infected, dude. You need to listen. <laughs>
2: I don't know. It worked for Robinson Crusoe. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ev- in right? every
0: in every father in the seventies, seventies and eighties, rub some dirt on it,
2: son. it will be all right. Walk it off. Walk it's it like off. yeah. It's like survival 101. Put some spit on it and some dirt or both. Mm-hmm. Just keep mm-hmm. moving and maybe just wrap something around it. Boom. Done. Yep. That's over. What do you guys? What, what
0: are you up to, Yogi?
2: You first like we were saying in the pre-show uh it's like one of those interesting times where it's super busy it's uh i think it's a great time for gaming and it's actually like i don't know it's like sometimes these uh publishers and i don't know like they all like get together and say let's release everything at the same time i feel like it's what they do because like we have we have these like periods where nothing comes out and then everything comes out in one shot it's like jesus
0: well, if you think about it, it's pretty good business to know when your competitors are releasing a game, so then you can release a game, you know, uh, shortly after or right before, or you know, make sure you got the hype on your game to, you know, sell product too. I mean, it's just business.
2: Yeah, but they're releasing kind of like on like the same week or something, the same day. You know, I think, I think, I don't know, me personally, like maybe their mentality is. Oh, if someone goes to buy X game and they see our game, they might pick it up as well. But I feel like, the you know, I want to have people completely focus on my product so I have the chance for people to actually play it. Like, you know, during those quiet times, people are like, man, there's really nothing to play, you know, which is weird because I, I don't know how you can ever get to that point. I, I I feel constantly like there's way too much to do and I wish there was time where I could have the luxury to say, man, I'm bored. Like, to have that luxury to say, I'm I'm bored. There's nothing to do. That must be nice.
0: Well, even even with, like, me, with with, with with what I'm doing now with, you know, the last the next few months with me is the the Xbox, and we're streaming off that, and I'm playing that. I mean, even just the few, you know, five or six games that I play on there, you know, you got the Madden, which we gotta keep, I gotta keep up with the weeks, which, which when we're doing it, we do, you know, like a week a day. So by the, by at midnight, we like after the show, if it's not already switched or something, but like after, like at midnight, I, I make sure it's at the next day unless everybody's on and we play. And I mean, it's once we get rolling and everything, it's, it starts to get, starts to get going. I mean, there's there's just, just a lot to do there. Then you got, you know, the division, dude, we're playing like that, like crazy, Um you know, my um, the Black Ops I want to make sure I can get max level there So I can actually do what I want to do You know, I can get my dead silence And be totally quiet I was on there today Just loud as all hell Thump, 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 thump Running through water water, And doing all this other crap And still killing people It was great <laughs> I've actually found out how to play that game Like, it's just one of those things Where it's like, light bulb,
2: ding See, BFT got caught up in uh, Dark Souls 3 like so many other people. See, if that or Quantum Break, I see everybody playing right now. Mm-hmm. 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 now you I'm are still tempt- working
3: on the Bloodborne DLC.
2: Oh, God, gotcha, I heard that's good. I heard it's good too. I've been hearing it's good things. Crushingly difficult. So, so much gaming goodness too. And then uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 is coming out with uh, a new uh, expansion uh, this month, isn't it? Next week? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Rainbow Six Siege has some new content. Uh, Division, I mean, then it I mean, is that's like another one where we have to just we have to we have to play to get our you
0: know to get all the specialists and everything.
2: Yeah, the, the grind is real. But you know, outside of the gaming stuff, and, and by the way, it remind me to tell you about my most epic game that I've had in Madden yet. Holy shit, this was a clench your butt cheeks game. I I I was raging, and I was actually in party chat with uh, Batman slash Deadpool, whatever he's calling stuff these days. (laughs) (laughs) I I I swear, I turned to like a sailor hardcore. It it was was crazy, but uh, you know, between that, between all the gaming goodness, then uh, there's lots of work, lots of stuff going on, lots of projects uh going on, new shows that we're we're launching. New, uh changes to the website and the uh, network as a whole, and then uh, clients and sponsors. and Jesus, I'm working on a couple new websites, doing not everything end-to-end. I'm developing their content. I'm doing their graphic design. I'm doing their back-end, back-end development. Really involved. But that's what I like. I don't like just doing... I don't like doing strictly front-end. I don't like doing strictly back-end. I like doing end-to-end. Cause I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> you don't sleep, do you? I don't sleep to begin with and when I have projects like this I definitely don't. <laughs> so I guess I guess it's a good thing I have sleep apnea, so it kinda helps.
3: Yeah, that helps a little. I wish I had that luxury of not needing sleep.
2: Oh, I do need it. I just don't get much of it. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like I wake up and I'm like, I'm really i I'm still tired, but it's like if I try to go to sleep now, back to sleep now. I'm gonna, it's going to take me so long to go back to sleep that I'm going to get about maybe an hour of shit sleep and then wake back up and feel like I just wasted time. So oh, get up, walk around a little bit, run around or something, have some coffee, some, uh, have some uh, nicotine sticks and get at it. <laughs> That's kind of my stay routine. Stay awake. Yeah. 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 And the vape does not do it for me. People keep saying, just do vape. Nope, doesn't work for me.
3: Doesn't do no, it. No, that stuff's. It's not the same. It's not the right texture. It's not the right heat. It's not the right flavor.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't give me that pick-me-up. That's the thing. I don't know. No matter how much I go with the nicotine, I could do tw- 24 or 30, not a But oh, BPT says start smoking meth. Oh god. That one I'll pass on. <laughs> Come on, you don't need teeth. You'll be up for days. Oof. Oof. The teeth I could probably do without, but like the, the the skin craters and all that other stuff, oof! It's like leprosy. It's crazy. But uh, BFT nine thousand says he's selling his PS four.
3: Yeah, I see that. That's uh, that's disappointing because there's actually good stuff coming this year.
2: He's strictly he's com- fully converted. Like over the past uh, two or three years, we've seen him kind of edge more and more into PCs. So I kind of I kind of figured it was already going to happen. It's kind of no point for him to have a PS four at this point. Because all the games he wants to play are on PC, so I get it. Plus he doesn't do. Plus he doesn't do much multiplayer gaming, so that makes it even easier. Because the, the, the argument of well, where where are your friends playing no longer applies.
0: Yep. Yeah. Ah, you're being rude today, aren't you? Who? You. I'm you're not being rude. form. He's he comes the- back at you and snaps you and, and bites your head off what di- on you,
2: bro. What did I say? No, he, he's... BFT has admitted that he's not... not like
0: not BFT big- has any friends anyway. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but, you know, because he doesn't do multiplayer gaming anyway.
2: No, no, no. no that wasn't a jab. He's, he's admitted that he's not big on multiplayer. It's not really his bag. And we have a lot of listeners, a lot of friends that, you know, the, are not big on the, the multiplayer stuff. That's, uh-huh. that's perfectly legit. Mhm. You know, because you know, as far as single player stuff, most of the stuff comes down on PC as well, anyway. So, right. Uh, well, we know you've been on on PC since 2008, but like the past two or three years, you, that we know that we've known you, you've been hitting it much harder. So, I, I saw the writing was on the wall.
0: Oh, it was coming regardless.
2: Yeah. It's really, it's really hard. Uh, you know that we we're, we're, we're not really gonna talk much about news tonight, but I guess we could mention you know the, you know talk more about the stuff that's been buzzing around about uh the iterative platforms that're coming out for the consoles you know they're doing like they're calling it the so called p s four point five and you know uh, Phil Spencer says that Microsoft not doing the similar thing, but they've kind of entertained the idea of iterative hardware where it's still the same ecosystem, but, you know, better uh, hardware and more features and still the same software library, but better performance and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like you get 4K and you'll get uh, VR support. I don't know, a faster processor, a better GPU, more. Yeah,
3: I can understand why Microsoft would be doing that. I, I, I can understand that, although Xbox is a separate division it's the same company, so they're going to be just driving people from console to PC. So they're getting it from one instead of the other. Why Sony would be doing that? That just seems like a they're they are shooting themselves in the foot.
2: Well, you know, I think it's its kind of a necessary move at this point, as the consoles get closer and closer to the PC price point, as far as total cost of ownership. I mean, I, I, I would argue that they're there already. You know, and... The moment that, like, if you look at consoles, the moment that they come out, they're, they're like three to five years behind on tech, because they take so long with the engineering and develop, you know, all, all the research and development, right, all the R&D stuff. By the time they re- actually release the stuff for public consumption, it's already old tech, right? So they're already struggling with that, end, and the PC market's moving much faster, you know, then the consoles fall behind even more, because they're not modular, so I could kind of see the need for it. And they're saying that if they do it, they won't screw over the existing customer. It'll just be one of those things where you won't get the full experience. You know, it'll be watered down if you don't upgrade. So, you know, I, I kind of understand it. It, it. it seems like it sucks, but consoles are becoming more and more like, like the PC now anyway. You know? Like, look at all the games, like... You know, all the indie games that are on, on, on Xbox One and PS4 now. It's... You know, it, it, all these games... If you look at the release the release list, it's all like these like hundreds of titles. Most of them you've never heard of, but if, if you're a PC gamer, you're like, "Hey, I, I know that game," you know, like speed runners and
0: well, even even, even even if it's like the games, but even just the platform itself, to where you can watch Netflix, you can you can be on Discord and 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 you know on on Xbox or you can you can um, you know watch Hulu or you can pretty much do anything you want. I mean, you have a a browser. You have uh, you know you everything you need to actually be on there. I mean, it's slowly becoming. I mean, I remember uh, PlayStation one and two. There wasn't really much. PlayStation three, um, Xbox, Xbox three sixty started getting to where you actually have that maneuverability and that those different windows. And then now with PS four, Xbox one, you have like a full interface of like you have a computer.
2: Oh, yeah. Just at, at, you
0: know, a plug-and-play
2: computer. Well, and as, and as strange as it sounds, I, I, I run into a lot of people that don't even have a computer. Like, their Xbox One or their PS4, that is their computer. Like, that's mm-hmm. their media center, that's their gaming system, that's their web browser, that's their social media platform, everything. It's, it's crazy. Well,
3: but for some common people, you don't even need a computer. You don't even need a system. I mean, a cell phone will do everything you need.
2: yeah. And that still boggles my mind, because as much as I love my smartphone and it's handy when I'm on a can or having a smoke break, I I wouldn't want to be restricted to that 24-7. You know? But you
3: could be. You can easily just log on, pay your bills, check Facebook. The the standard things people do online, you can just do on your phone. You don't need a laptop or a desktop for that.
0: Yeah, but to have to do all that on my phone, even at a, like, my, my wife's got a an iPhone 6. I have a HTC Evo 1. I mean, the screens are decently sized, but I don't want to do all that shit on this little screen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, even if you have a phablet, it's still a smaller screen, you know. What, are they coming out with, like, 7-inch screens now? That's still relatively small. Unless you have an iPad Pro. (laughs) You could go with the tablet, the full-on tablet, yeah. And now a lot of the service providers are doing these deals where you get, you know, you get buy a phone and you get a tablet for free. Like they're really getting aggressive with that crap. What they don't tell you though is that the uh, the data package for those things are uh, pretty ridiculous. <laughs> but most of them are unlimited. Yeah. For the tablet. Yeah. Unless it goes to uh, Comcast. Oh God. Oh my God. That'd be the worst. Can you imagine if Comcast got went in on the cellular service business? Oh God. That. Ugh. No. They
0: wouldn't get any customers, dude.
2: No, people will jump on it. People will jump on it cuz they they sweeten the popular, like, "Hey, you could bundle your, could bundle your your cable TV, home internet, your phone, and your your mobile phone all for one low price." Oh yeah.
3: AT&T does it. They do. And you Except know what? That's a good service.
2: Yeah, and you know what? As much as people shit on AT&T. I've never had a problem with them. They they, they have their flaws, but I never had a problem with them. They always had good customer service. The guys they send out are friendly. A lot of times, if you talk to them, they'll, they'll they'll hook you up, you know? Just button them up a little bit, and you get free cables, and they go above and beyond what they're supposed to do on a service call. But uh, Comcast is ridiculous. They nickel and dime for everything. Like, just to have a guy come out, they're charging me. Even if they don't fix the problem, it's, it's stupid. Even if the problem's on their side, I still have to pay for it. Like, you made a mistake. Why am I paying for someone to fix your problem? For a service that I'm already paying for. It makes no type of sense. But that's Comcast logic for you.
3: You don't like it? Move out of that district.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, right? If it were that simple. If only with that simple. We are thinking about it, though. So maybe sooner than later. Which sucks, because we like our house, but... Move up here. It's bullshit over here. You hear me? (laughs) Move what? Michigan? Yeah. You're planning to leave Michigan. No, I'm not. Not anymore. And up north is much more expensive than down south, man. I don't know if I can move back up north anywhere. I've played with the idea at times. Because like in Vermont are cheaper. Yeah, Vermont's cool. Vermont's very they're like progressive. The, they're like the south of the
3: north. You can, you can survive there on a minimum wage job.
0: You can survive in Michigan on a minimum wage job. On the west side of Michigan. Detroit side? No. Better yeah. than Megan... No less than fifteen bucks an hour, little there.
2: I hear Flint is a happening place to go live or visit. Yeah, if you don't drink
0: water,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look, a, real estate's cheap there.
2: Might be too soon. <laughs> too soon,
3: right? Yeah.
1: <sighs>
3: hey, just go buy a house in Detroit. You can get a mansion for like a thousand bucks, but it's
0: in Detroit. Yeah, there's bullet holes in it.
2: Well, the benefit too to that. Uh, you know, you could go watch Lions games live. Or you could swim across the pond and go to Canada whenever you feel like it. <coughs> no,
0: not getting back in the United States. <laughs> they are cracking down on that, too.
2: Damn. Well, they got you shot down all the, all the pros. The rest are all cons.
3: All right, time to move to San Diego.
2: <laughs> I love San Diego. But San Diego is so expensive, you might as well live in New York City. There's certain places that are just too expensive. It's like, to live there, I was like, I might as well just move back to New York, York, you know? But my my better half, I think she's done with cold weather. Every time I even joke about moving up north anywhere, she's like, "Mm, no. It's like, you could go there. (laughs) Like, damn.
3: peace. (laughs) So. Get yourself a nice summer home in uh, Queens.
2: (laughs) man to have that kind of money you know i actually know someone that owns one of the last houses in manhattan manhattan And it is so quaint because it's a bunch of buildings you know regular buildings they're not high rises but they're they're pretty tall and then in the middle of the buildings you walk, you walk through one building and then there's a house in the middle like in the in the courtyard it's 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 weird but it's really like cool up. too like what like
3: up that old guy, strapped all the balloons to his house.
2: Yes, yes. But like, imagine build uh, a building in front, like covering the front as well. Yeah,
0: it's a square. It's a square building with, uh, you know, and then in the middle of the courtyard, in the middle of it's one house. Yeah, I
3: would I've sell that, that on, house right for the fortune that it's worth.
2: Oh yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're looking to sell it soon. But it's been in the family for generations, from what I understand. It's an old Italian family. But yeah, when they the mark, they get in the market, put in the market, it'll go quickly. It's a nice little house too. It's actually really roomy. It's just it's just trippy to me. Like it just boggles my mind. To I don't think like New York City. I don't think of houses. You know, it's it's an anomaly. Definitely not Manhattan. Yeah, blue blue likes the house too. Apparently, <laughs> real interested. She's she's singing about it. <laughs> so, Obi, But What did you tell the fine folks? The usual stuff that we tell them right about now. No, you can do it. I'll do the next one. Okay. So I guess you, you guys were, run, were run wondering our opening theme is actually uh, Jetlag Dubstep by uh, Technowax. That's Techno with a K. You can check him out at com for all your all your royalty free music needs. And uh. We got some good stuff for you tonight. Is this the part you gonna do ob? You gonna tell? You gonna tell all? Are you up for it? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I
0: dude, I'm, I just I I just threw up a little bit ago, so I'm kind of oh. kind of breathing delicious. Like when I started coughing un- uncontrollably, I like, I couldn't stop and yeah. Tonight on the show, guys, no news again. Yes. But if you're hankering to for that give a Give the B Team podcast a listen; they rock. Uh, You guys can check them out Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on AllGames.com. The division just got a massive update. You bet your ass, we're going to be talking about it. Some fat loots in there, guys. We've been doing our dailies, doing some, you know, the challenging missions. We're not up to snuff on the to do the incursions, but I did go into one. Yogi's been into a few, and they're hard. (laughs) That's all I can say; they are hard. Uh, we're gonna finally dig deeper into MOBAs, guys, and a game that we haven't talked nearly enough about, uh, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about TV food, of course, just because usually by the end of the show, we're both hungry, so we say something, so. By the the way, guys, if you are new to the show, welcome to our awkwardly weird party. Woo! Horseplay Live is everywhere. Geeks come to play, and nine times out of ten get in trouble. We're in flagship talk radio show for Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with allgames.com. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies, rants, issues geek's face, and community events we'd like to be a part of or like to put on ourselves. Now, sometimes we even talk about tabletop and retro gaming and food. Like I said, we're more than likely going to talk about food because we're usually hungry right about one, right about 1230 so we're, we'll end up talking about it. Did I mention we rant? Did I say that a little bit, yeah, we rant about anything and everything we do, so keep in mind, <laughs> you know bear with us, Yo know, you tell me a little bit more about the show?
2: see, so yeah, we horse play live, you know uh we're live and uncut we're a late night show, and you know l- late night th- things get to, tend to get turned up we're not trying to turn it up. It just seems to happen. This is, how, this is how it works out. See, we may say something offensive. We make uh, may make references to farts and private parts and all kinds of weird, awkward stuff. So, just, you know, just keep an open mind, have fun. And remember that, that it says horseplay. The name says it all. Horseplay, shenanigans, you know, geeky antics, if you will. It's all there. So what we do.
0: And, and really, if we do say something that offends you guys, we really want you to know to just get over it. You know, we're not trying to do it on purpose if it really offends you. Sorry. Good luck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We always say something to offend somebody at some point. Don't do it on purpose. We're just trying to have some fun. Guys, don't forget that um, Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific on Twitch channels, Geeky Antics, and YogiZilla. Horseplay Live replay is also available earlier right around 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on Thursdays on allgames.com So you guys go check that out uh, Give us about five ten minutes of your time we Really appreciate it, you don't have to listen just You can mute us, put it in the background, do whatever you want Just hook us up with that view guys We really appreciate all those that are helping us with that um, You know, that's how we get on the charts For the Multiple, and I mean multiple Shows that are on allgames.com So for you guys that are helping us Get on those charts, we really appreciate you guys Thank you very much um, Word. I, I've got so many things grinding my gears today and this week that they're
2: all jumbled up. So
0: I don't have one. I'll probably think of something at the, by the end of the show if I have one. Um,
2: For your OB on the podium. Yeah,
0: because I have some stuff I want to say, but it's it's one of those things where I have to deliberate first to decide if if the consequences is worth saying it.
2: <laughs> well, I do want to put something out there real quick. Uh, if anyone has, I got some contacts I need to explore myself, but uh, if anyone happens to have a hookup for chairs, I'm looking for a nice chair that's not a DX racer. That's way out of my price range and not something I want to spend money on. <laughs> no, if it's anyone that has a DX racer, just want a comfortable chair.
0: I have a DX racer. What the fuck?
2: With, with armrests. You know, and some good uh, lower lumber support. Actually, I got a nice little lower lumber pillow, so that's 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 just a benefit. It was a nice nice comfortable ch- chair to you know. I spent a lot of time in, in this chair when I'm podcasting, working on projects, gaming. Spent a lot of time in the man cave. Really, it's time for a new chair. This one's already squeaking. Speed up. Well, I've thrown you... I've thrown this too many times.
0: <coughs> don't you have like an Office Max or something like that around you?
2: Yeah, but you know, I'm just putting that out there just in case anybody's people might have a hookup. You know, they have dumpsters, right? It might, it might, it might lead to another sponsor. Someone put it out
3: there. People contact us. the dumpster behind Office Max will be the next sponsor.
2: Sure, dumpster behind uh, Office Max. That could be a good a good banner. Put place that banner ad there. I think people will click on it.
3: <laughs> yeah, especially if it's like a dumpster with googly eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Everybody like you put googly eyes on anything, instant sale.
3: You'll at least get someone's interest.
2: That's 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 the epitome of clickbait right there.
3: You anthropomorphize something that isn't really supposed to be. People are in.
2: It works with everything if you think about it. Penises, bananas. Those are all phallic though. That might be a different thing.
3: That might be a whole different thing. Yeah, oh. I was gonna go with like children stuff, like Brave Little Toaster.
2: Oh, I love Brave Little Toaster. You know, there's not enough love. not enough love for that movie.
3: Because it wasn't Disney, so it's never going to come back.
2: That might be be part of it, yeah. But it it had that feel-good vibe. It had the feels. There's a lot of feels in that movie. I I don't know, I really liked Brave Little Toaster. I even liked the sequel, which a lot of people didn't even know that existed.
3: I loved the Brave Little Toaster and didn't know that existed.
2: Yeah, dude, it's a thing. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's, it's like uh saved by the Bell, the college years. <laughs> uh,
3: you're not really doing a good job with the hard sell there.
2: Sure, I am. Uh, Kelly Kapowski. There you go. That sells it. All right. <laughs> See now you're like oh, okay. That's all. He, that's what you should have said. You should have let in with that. Yeah,
3: that you're kind of burying the lead there.
2: Yeah, I do that sometimes.
1: I pick Zach Morris. <laughs>
3: An AC Slater type.
1: Oh
0: my God, a Slater boy.
2: The tan the with the muscles. Jerry curl. Mm. That'd, be the good, that'd be a good nineties. That'd be a good poll to have. Like, are you team Zach a Morris guy with Jerry or, curl
0: hair? What the fuck? You want to ride? What? Uh, hold on. We were talking about he. Uh, we were talking about AC Slater, and all of a sudden he's like, "That'd be a good poll to
2: ride." A good like, poll. A good poll to put up. Like a poll, like a survey. I'm sure he wants to put that poll up.
0: Yeah, you know he does.
3: By
2: Lord, you guys! <laughs> but we could be like Team Screech, t- Team Slater, Team Team Zach, or Team Morris, whatever whichever way you want to say it. That'd be fun. Gonna, I bet you we have a, a good split if everybody voted on it. We saw people, people voting on. We people voting on cake versus pie. People still voting on that and commenting on that. <laughs> the ongoing war.
0: <laughs> you should seriously do it. You should go. Um, and you could even put the two together, you know, like you go say, team, you know, Zach and Kelly, and then you go team, AC and what's his chick's name? Screech. No, Slater's. Your um, what's her name?
2: Oh, you were talking about the girls too. Now, the girls yeah. would be that'd be a different battle because uh they had to be you had to be uh what is it Lisa Turtle. Kelly Kapowski and uh, oh, who was Elizabeth Berkley's character? Jesus, Jesse.
0: Jesse, yeah. Well,
2: I would go. This is where I'm standing right here.
0: I'm gonna go Team Screech and Team.
2: Uh... By the way, everybody, I forgot to shout out CCW Ninja Five. He's been here in a while, so quick shout out to him. So he says, "All right, so you picked Team Screech, Screech, and who you picked from the girls?" Will be stumped. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm. Now, is be, it a then or now? Because if if you look at it up today, like Elizabeth Berkeley is still a cutie. Uh, uh, Tiffany Amber is still uh, a cutie. Uh, Lark Voorhees. Oof, she looks rough. That wasn't kind. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking it'd be like Zach, it'd be Screech, and Lisa. Is mm. who actually you know it'd be Team Screech. And Team Jesse, actually. The long legs get me, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, as far as and her character, hot, so. yeah, yeah, her, you know, yeah. It's a tough call. Personality-wise, I liked Kelly's character, but Jesse was the, the nerdy girl, and then long legs are nice, a nice bonus. And then there was strip and yeah, uh, or strip girls yeah. or whatever. Showgirls, teams, showgirls, yeah, anyway. showgirls, 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 showgirls. Mm hmm. Shimp Tease was a Demi Moore movie, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: That was good, too. All right, move All right, moving on before we get a little too excited here. <laughs> wait, wait, who who do you pick, uh, Taylor? He, mm he's, he's dumbfounded, too. Yeah. Um.
3: You gotta go with the, uh, <laughs> as white bread as possible. You have to go with Zach Morris and. Kelly Kapowski, oh. come on, oh, <laughs> are you new?
0: Oh. You scrub! Oh, man. Dare to be different. I'm different I, I, from you guys, aren't I? I
2: don't know, I, I didn't really make a choice either, I just kind of played. I, I'm on the fence. You I don't know, I like, it. I mean,
0: that's what made Save by the bell all of them. So, I mean, I just, Zach was, had his own part, Kelly had her own part. Jesse and you know Slater had their parts, and because it was like two, it was like three couples. You know, minus Screech and Lisa because she re, she uh, he repulsed her. But in real life, they were they were swagging.
2: So. <laughs> ah, get screeched. Mm-hmm. That
0: was a thing. Yep, it was.
2: You're welcome, internet.
0: And now he's like a uh, he's like a millionaire. You know, I don't know about all that. And I've I've a surprise.
2: Yeah, he, probably. he probably is, yeah. Freaking, he's a nerd, man.
0: Just because he played one on TV doesn't mean he's not one real in real life. hmm.
2: hmm. Well, we got a lot to talk about, so we should probably skip through the banter. We usually do shout outs at this point, but i just going to say it real quick. Just check out all our awesome friends in the network, our sponsors, our clients, ad partners, whatever you want to call them, all our heroes. Go over to geekyantics.net for us as sponsors. Particularly, we want to highlight folks like Jinx for all your geeky apparel needs. Uh, you know, we got a uh, Tangible Network, one of our affiliated networks. They're not part of our. They're not part of the Geeky Antics Network, but we work in tandem. Is that that's the way? You, that's the proper way to say it. You know, but our actions don't reflect their actions, and they're an hour and vice versa. You know, you know, legal stuff, blah blah. See way. But we're, we're friends. We're, we're cool. We're cool. We're peeps. <laughs> uh, Unified Combat League. Check them out, too. And, of course, the, the, the man himself, Vince Martin, and uh, Martin Septic Service of Middle Georgia. I love Vince Martin. He's, a, he's the man. I can't, I can't say enough nice things about that guy. But uh, I think we should talk about the game we've been hankering to talk about. But first of all, Mr. Beard and Hat. Yes. Have you been playing a division at all? No, it's destiny
3: again, and I'm not going to fall for that. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. Well, we do have our week six-ish report for the divisions. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. I've lost track. I know it came on March 8th, and that's six weeks then. Make, today would we'll make six weeks, right? If, I, if my math's any good. Eh, we'll say six weeks.
0: We kind of took a couple weeks off, too, so I think it's like week five.
2: I've been playing every week. I just didn't play that much last week. Because I had to take a break from it. Because I was playing, putting a lot of time into that game.
0: I took a break because I was bored at the time. And I just wanted to wait for the new patch. That's why I'm so under geared. Leave me alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Bored. But there's still a lot more you got to do, brother. <laughs> we got to get you geared out. Because an incursion is no joke. But yeah, it's been a little a little over a month now. And uh, we got uh, patch 1.1. 1. 1. It's brought us tons more content, uh, so let's look at what we have. But uh, we got some comments already in the chat here. BFT says Destiny is dead. They just started selling armor sets so that they, they can be used end game. Yeah, and I'm with Beard. I think uh, Destiny died with the Taken King. They, I think they handled that, they mishandled that launch. You know, a lot of things don't sit right with me. Paying for content you already own, uh, undoing all the work that people spent six months, a year, or more. To, you know, to do. You know.
3: They took everything that was year one that was top tier got rid of it. Yeah. All that it. armor that you had that you grinded in the raids for. It's garbage at that point.
2: Yeah, and and it's and it's it's weird because Destiny suffers from an identity crisis because they do not want to say that it's an MMO but they're doing all the stuff that MMOs do. So, they called it a shared world shooter to dance around the fact that it is an MMO and it's a grind fest. But then they do all these constant nerfs and ba- balancing patches and all this crazy stuff. And it's like, what do you want to be? Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Like, it, I feel like they have no real direction. Like, they just kind of make it up as they go along. And now the thing that we said that they should have done with the Taken Kingdom kind of make amends. Now they're gonna do it with the ne- supposedly the next major expansion is gonna be free. But I think it's too little, too late. You know, then it, then they're doing microtransactions on top of it. It's like, it's just. Uh, it's not compelling, and and the thing the thing that I don't like about Destiny, the thing that I realized with it is, if you take away the PvP in, in Destiny, you have nothing. Like the PvP in Destiny is really fun, everything the pretty. The raids, the raids were fantastic, but the raids. This is the problem with the raids. There's they have great concepts, but at the end of the day, people just do exploits to. Go through them, and it's, there's no longer any mechanics, any teamwork. It's like, hey, drop a grenade on his feet, and he'll fall off the ledge. Oh, insta kill. Oh, if we walk through this wall, we'll we we'll skip about fifty percent of this. Oh, cut this corner here; we don't have to bother with the with these uh, crazy guys that are chasing after us. Oh, don't bother lighting the lamps. It's like you like so many shortcuts you could take. It defeats the purpose of it, it. You know, if if you could just skip through all the content. Oh, fly across this this uh, big canyon; you don't have to go through through all these fights. You know, and that—that that
3: depends on the group you're with,
2: right? But that's the thing. Most groups are taking those shortcuts because all they care about is they don't care about the experience, they don't care about the challenge, they just want the loot, and that's that's bad. See, that's why I think the division has differentiated itself for me. I'm enjoying the challenge, and the loot is just an added bonus, you know. And that's what I appreciate about the game, and and it's more about the mechanics, it's more about teamwork because you know when i'm with a group where people want to do their own thing and they don't want to subscribe to a unified approach to the the challenge we 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 will suck ass 9 out of 10 times you know the other day i had we were doing an incursion and we were doing really well but i, I was telling I was, I was telling my team at least 3 of us should be running the, the signature move that revives everybody and heals on, on, the, fly, on the fly because we do not want to wipe in the middle of this because then we had stuff from the very beginning of the incursion and, or from the last checkpoint. And they're like, no, 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 we need more DPS, so I'm going to run a Tactical Link. And like, we're not, we don't lack in DPS. Like, we're killing these guys quickly. The problem is that we need to be able to, you know, heal ourselves and, and resurrect people right away, revive people right away so we don't wipe. That's more important than give me the DPS up you know, they're now saying crowd control, everybody should be running crowd control, so that, that one particular player didn't listen, and we kept dying, and then at the end of the day, you know, the run became a bust, because people had to leave, and go to work and shit, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, but that, that just goes to show, like, in Destiny, you can, like, you can carry, one person can carry, and it's like, you know, it's not really about a team, it's a lot of lone wolf bullshit, and especially with the Trials of Osiris, it's a lot of BS, it's, it's very individualized, it's, and it all comes back to the PvP. It's like get the best gear, so you go back to PvP and dominate. I don't know. That's my that's my feeling on it at least.
1: No,
3: I, I get that, but it's funny because what nine years ago, Borderlands got it right, I, and yeah. All these guys are still struggling with trying to figure out how to make a loot-based game work.
2: See n- now, I enjoy Borderlands for different reasons that I enjoyed de- uh, the Division. Like, I think if The Division had as much depth with the loot drops as Borderlands has, it'd be insane. It'd be overwhelming. Because as it is right now, the loot drops you get, you get random stat rolls, different perks. And, you know, every all, all the rolls are really random, and, you know, it, you never know what you're going to get. And even with the crafting, it's the same thing. So, I like the way The Division handles it. it there's, a, there's a good amount of RNG... But not so much RNG that you're like constantly grinding just to be able to get gear so you could go into a more challenging encounter so you get better gear. You know, there's always stuff that you could tie, that could tide you over. You know, it's it's not a huge barrier to entry, whereas with like Destiny, it's like you know it's starting to get to a point where if you didn't have a Galahorn back in the days, people wouldn't even let you go in a group. You know, it's like so if you were unfortunate. And you've never got a D- horn to drop. You have no control over it. that like you could find a substitute or craft one. You just have to hope you- it dropped for you. I was one of the lucky people that got like three or four G- horns in a row.
3: <laughs> and I pissed I, a lot of people off. I didn't get a horn until the week before they nerfed it.
2: I, yeah, see? And I've heard that story a lot. People playing... The game since the beginning, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until towards the end of their playtime that they got a Galahorn, only for it to be nerfed. Yeah, and then they
3: dropped it on me. I got to play with it for a week, and then oh wait, the did you buy it? New toy is crap.
2: Did you buy it from Zer?
3: No, I found it three days before zur sold it.
2: That's a bigger slap in the face. Wow, yep, that
3: was a that was just the
2: ultimate just dick slap. Jesus, that. <laughs> But when I talk about Destiny, oh, you know, BFT, I am with you, the Dragon's Breath, I do like way better. See, that's another thing too, like, Destiny has a lot of interesting weapons, like, that's one thing you can't, like, the way the weapons uh, handle, the fast-paced action, I like that it's like a Halo, kind of arena-style shooter, it's very fast-paced, and I like that part of it, it's very satisfying, that aspect, you know, like, I loved running uh, Prison of Elders. And the Dragon's Breath is one of those weapons that people laugh at, but it's really good because that AoE fire is really good in, in uh, when you, whenever you have a solar burn or other situations where fire damage is huge, You know, especially for, for crowd control. And, but people, people don't learn to appreciate tactics because they don't have to. It's all underappreciated. Cause the only reason it's so it's so huge is because, you know, it's a Wolfpack. huge yeah pack and it's a huge damage dealer. It's all it's all about just giving as much DPS out as you can in a short amount of time. It's not about like you know having utility, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disappointing. Like so many weapons in that game are underappreciated, and I don't know if they made content that forced you to think outside the box and and try different loadouts, it'd be a whole different story. Alright Robbie, have a good day at work. easy, brother.
3: Yeah, that's the that's the problem with that was my biggest problem with Destiny was at the end of the game, everyone looks the same. Because all the armors that are good, there's only one of each for each class. Yeah. And- all the guns, all the best guns are all the same. So nothing's gonna change. Everyone's gonna look cookie cutter, and it's just I keep going back and comparing it to Borderlands. With Borderlands, you had how many different weapons? At oh, least yeah. Of the legendaries, there were over a hundred. Yeah, and th- different options for I can't armors. think of
2: any time where I ran into someone that was running the same exact loadout as I was.
3: Except when I was a Gunzerker, because everyone likes running around with two Norfleets, because it's funny. <laughs> but for the most part, you had an infinite number of different pieces. Yeah. And. It's not that hard to come up with different armors that do different things. I mean, Gearbox was just crapping them out. What was Bungie's excuse?
2: See, I played. I mained a warlock, and I found that there were a lot of interesting choices for armor. Even with the, you know, even something as simple as the helmet. Like sometimes I put my ram head on, or I put a. I don't remember half of the, sh- the names anymore there a lot of cool things. Like there was one armor set that I thought was really strong for PVE. Like it had an effect where, periodically, if I got hit, it would uh, the high chance that it would stun enemies nearby me. But it only worked in PVE. It wouldn't work in PvP. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, I actually was that guy that would run multiple PVE sets, and then really there was only. I, and again, it goes back to this. For PvP, it feels like there was ultimately only one build, and that's what everybody kind of ultimately looked at. It, is like this is the one, one viable build. And that's a, to me, that's the mark of a, ba- a bad game design, and it's a problem that MMOs suffer from. Where it's like, well, if you want a min-max, then you have to really run this set and this build, this uh, stat build, blah blah blah. This is the only way to play, and it's, that's stupid. People should have not just the illusion of choice, but actual viable choices. Yeah. So. I, I
3: wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, that, that. and I think games like uh, games like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, or something, the From Software games, they do it well too because there's a more limited amount of weapons, but you have to choose what you're going to build up from the beginning. Whether you're going to go strength heavy or dex heavy, or go with a magic use, you're going to need to you're going to need to plan for that. And there's no one end piece for how you're going to look.
2: See, the Souls games, much like Elder Scrolls, I find are the, the top tier as far as freedom goes. Like, it's not just the illusion of freedom. You truly have freedom to play however you want. Like, in Elder Scrolls, I know people that they do runs where they play as, like, a merchant. And they just barter and negotiate their way through the game. <laughs> that sounds boring, but to them it's fun.
3: It oh, no, got- it's like, uh, what is it, uh, Black Desert Online.
2: I've heard of this. I have not experienced this.
3: First of all, the character creation of the game is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous.
2: More so in the City of Heroes?
3: Yes. There no! Are, there are about 250 different blocks on the face that you can move. You can move different sections of cheekbone in different directions. You can... You can change single strands of hair on your head. It's kind of like... You ever play Ark? Yeah, a little bit. That character creation to the extreme. And you can run that game however you want. You're setting up a town. You can be more of like a merchant and shit. It's it's a game that I just will not play because of the time sink that it is. It looks <laughs> too
2: good. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like trouble to me too. Like just with Elder Scrolls Online, I find that there's enough options there with the character building that I'm a little overwhelmed. And fortunately, they're they're smart and they're finally introducing a barbershop so you can make changes to your characters after the fact, which is great because that's another thing that bothered me with Destiny is like once you create your character, you're kind of stuck with it unless you delete yeah, but it at the beginning. You
3: never see your character, so it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, and that's what people you argue. The on. That's it. But I still know. I know in my heart of hearts. <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's valid. Well, you see a character in the social hubs.
3: Yeah, but you can choose to have either your helmet on or your helmet off.
2: Yeah. I'd like to have the helmet off and show off my how cool my character looks.
3: But then after a while, when you're like, eh, I don't like this character, look at this cool helmet I have.
2: <laughs> that's really what it came down to. Is people just showing off their really cool gear.
3: Yeah, I just had full head-to-toe. Future War Cult.
2: Yeah. Head to toe in purple, yellow, and orange. I think I have a Future War Cult as, as well. I remember. But back to Division. Back to Division, yes. Obi's like, Destiny, what's the, how's the, how did we get here?
0: Obi's probably taking a nap now. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I'm just chilling, listening to you guys. Kind of watching some videos silently.
2: Well, well, all all these discussions—they uh, set a good uh, backdrop for what we're going to talk about with the division. And I guess it's going to be much longer. This going to be a pretty long quickie because we do have a lot to talk about. Um, and one of the things actually that relates to what we we're just talking about is uh, unique unique items, uh, named items, set items. You know, it's a great thing, but the moment you introduce that into a game like this, there is a potential problem. Whereas you might end up with people all working towards the same end goal. And that's not very compelling. But what I have seen so far is that although these set pieces that you can get as drops or buy as blueprints and craft yourself. They do offer a lot of utility and they do offer you um, highly focused perks that fit into your role, your intended role, right, there are still drops that may have better stat rolls that you may end up taking up anyway. Or you might have multiple sets that you'll you'll swap out during a mission or for different kind of encounters. You know, so I I think they're they're handling this the right way because I really do hate, I'm like you, Beard, I I hate cookie-cutter shit. I like to do shit my own way. I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, well, you're not running this gear, so you can't run with it." That, that's that's asinine to me, because that 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 does not sound fun to me at all. Like, let's all work to be the same exact character, and then yeah,
3: that the have and have not mentality when it comes to certain guns or gear or I don't know, that that always bugged me with those games.
2: Yeah, like loot is fun. Right, it's great when you're aware of really like rare drops, and you get that ultra rare, that legendary, that epic drop. And you're like, "Yo, man, I got a Midas! Oh, I got a got! You know, Midas basically is the Galahorn of the division, more or less. But that shouldn't be all you're working towards. There should be other other satisfaction, better rewards than that. So what they're doing, with, what they did with the uh, patch 1.1. Now they have, they introduce more opportunities to farm daily, so you can pretty much repeat them, it seems like an unlimited amount of time, uh, your hard and your challenging missions. Uh, you also have daily and weekly assignments. And what I like about these, these are things that are pretty organic, they're things that you'll likely accomplish despite doing the things you should be doing already, and you'll get additional rewards for doing what you do already, which I think is great, um, Another thing they did it was a huge thing, a huge boost to the game's economy is recalibration. So now when you recalibrate gear, it will always cost credits and you never have to worry about it costing Phoenix, cred- uh, Phoenix points. Uh, Phoenix points are basically what you would use uh, for high-end gear. So now recalibration is always driven by uh, credits. And Callum w- Wiper, what's up? Oh, he's, uh, he says hey and then he's uh, plugging his own channel. Oh, that's a good hello. Come on, people. Self promotion is is cool when we get to know each other. It's Like, buy my buy my special line of lotion. Like, really? <laughs> like, yo, put these headphones
3: on. Listen to my mixtape.
2: No. <laughs> oh god, dude, that's that's a that's a huge New York City thing. I, I, that's one thing I don't miss. Everybody has a freaking mixtape. Well, nowadays it's a CD or you know, I don't know, a, a link to an MP3. It's like, yo, 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 check out my song. And they're like, oh god to check my SoundCloud. Yeah, oof. No, I won't. That That, that is, like, too aggressive in SoundCloud. Oof. SoundCloud's going out the, w- the window, apparently. It's kind of sad, but we can do. But yeah, that hustle is really annoying. It's like, hey, I get, I get you on the grind. I appreciate that. I respect that. But in this day and age of social media, there's better, more effective ways of promoting stuff. You can still do the street team thing, but, like, if you can tell someone's in a hurry to get somewhere or they're, they're really not interested, don't keep following them and strong-arming them. Like, no, stop it. That's, that's get the best
3: way to get what you want, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess it it, it it must be working for someone if if they're still doing it, right? It's like you're on, you're on a subway train and you're like, all right, I'm in this enclosed space for however many stops. Oh, God, I hope someone doesn't go through my subway car trying to pedal their shit. And it never fails. <laughs> Always someone. <laughs> like, can I just sit here and read my book or just drift into space or play on my phone?
0: Hey, man, you need a watch? I got watches all over, man. Look at this. I got a Rolex. I got a fake Rolex. I got a silver Rolex. I got a gold Rolex. And I got a red Rolex. Which one do you want?
2: Yep. That's pretty much the hustle. And if you're not interested in that, they're like, oh, I got batteries. Everybody needs batteries. Like, Jesus. What else you got under your coat? <laughs> you want some condoms? I know. <laughs> you want some rubbers? Yeah, I know you're about to go to a party. I got, I got all the, I got the ribbed. I got it for her pleasure and his pleasure. I got the flavored. What flavor you like? I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus.
3: You guys prepared for every encounter. Re-
2: ready to upsell you and cross-sale and all that shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, so, back to the division. The uh, so, unique set uh, blueprints. uh, dark zone supply drops now I have mixed feelings about this cause you know maybe maybe I'm just a, a being a curmudgeon about this but the dark zone is a pvp enabled zone that does not mean it's a pvp mode or a pvp area let me explain what this is it's pvp enabled and it means that you engage in pvp if there is some kind of tactical benefit to it if there is some potential reward right? It doesn't mean you just go around shooting everybody, especially people that don't have gear on them. It's, right now, the Dark Zone, that's the one thing I have a problem with. It's a, it's a hot mess. I think there needs to be a better way to handle it, or a dedicated PvP area, like a training mode simulator or something, where people can just shoot each other for the hell of it. Because there's people that just have that itch to just, just kill people. Like, I'm not carrying any gear. I mean, you could tell I don't have the little fanny pack, but I'm getting shot at for no reason. Like... You know, and the thing about it is now with these supply drops there's more reason for people to camp out these areas where the bosses spawn or where the supply drops spawn because they're on a timer, and it's just a hot mess <laughs> yeah, because like silly yogi, he doesn't understand what have the PvP zone I understand I just think it's it's i i just I, and this is what happens in any MMO, but it's really annoying
3: it's broken when they force you to go there
2: exactly because if i could ignore it completely until i'm in the mood to do pvp then i'd be fine with it but it's things you can only get in the dark zone namely the dark zone blueprints
3: i mean there's some people that don't particularly enjoy pvp in a shooting game i I don't know who that would be but there are some of them
2: well see i love pvp but when i'm in my like i'm in the headset like main, when I look at the division, I, I I I look at a game that shines really well in PVE, and I like that the PVP is there, but I don't want it forced down my throat. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I, I'm in the cooperative mode. I want to take out tough bosses and you know have en- hordes of enemies come and just take them all on. and Have random people come by and help us out. That excites me, but then you know you have these trigger happy people just shooting because they can. It, it's stupid. And, and 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 I like, you know, I don't mind it if I if I not re- basically I'm required to go into that area to get certain things, because you have to rank up in the dark zone in order to get certain blueprints and you know certain things that only drop in the dark zone. It's it's stupid. It's not, it's not the best gear. It's not the only place you get the drops. But you kind of ultimately if you want to get a well-rounded build, you have to go through the dark zone. So that, that's my only complaint. And I get it, because it's a PvP zone. People are going to take advantage of that fact. But it's getting worse. Like, people are just starting gunfights just because they can. It's like one person shoots, and then oh, next thing you know, there's like 20 people shooting at each other, and it's a massacre. And then you got to respawn at the nearest place, go back and hope that no one picked up your loot, risk to repeat, and it's just like, you know, you can't walk three feet without like people shooting at you. It's, it's insane. So I think they need to do something to. Kind of fix that up, you know. Create an area where people can scratch that itch, because you know I'll shoot someone if I if I see they have loot, or if they look like, or better yet, if they look like they're acting sketchy. Like someone, if you're in an extraction zone, you're trying to get your loot sent, you know, sent over to, for for extraction, and you know you're you're waiting for the helicopter to come in, and you see people ha- ha- hanging around that don't have any loot on them, you're like, why are they ch- hanging out here? or they're trying to ambush us when we try to. Extract our, our loot. Okay. And so, you I mean, have to fire that first shot. Preemptive strike. You gotta make a tough call. But if you do it, you go rogue. And that's another thing that's kind of, kind of shitty about it, is like, yeah, you're like, rogue, being, going rogue should be a higher, a bigger disincentive, but it's not working the way it's intended. People don't, the people that are just PKing for fun, they're not really scared about going rogue. They're like, oh, Whatever. I'm, I got the best gear in the game. Well, you, no no you one get, can take me out.
0: You get bonuses for going rogue for so long, and
2: that's another <laughs> that's another thing. Like they incentivize going rogue. It's like they want the trolling to happen. I don't know. It's like it's like two two forces that are directly opposite each other in one place. You know what I mean? Like you have a place that's re- really right. fun PVE, but then you're trying to incentivize PvP. And it's not creating. I don't. It's just not gelling with me right now. I don't know.
0: Right. Well, why don't you why don't you go into when you're in a group and you, you start doing incursions and all this stuff. You know what roles there are for people to work up to and, and maybe explain because even me even me myself even I've played it quite a bit. I don't fully understand all the rules. So explain that some for everybody.
2: So the not like the nice thing about the way. The division handles the class system. Is that there isn't a class system? Everybody builds the character where they want, and if you want to respect, there's no respecting. You just put on different gear, and that's basically how you respect. Because you have three main stats: you get your stamina, your electronics, and your firearms. And you usually will go too heavy on two and light on the, on the third. And but as far as your role goes, that comes down to like what what stats you have, what kind of weapons you're rocking, and the abilities you have slotted in. Like you have three abilities at once, including your signature ability. So, with that, you could be, there's a few roles, they're not really hard set, but what I've seen, there's your DPS. DPS comes in two forms that I've seen, mainly. Your sniper and your front line. Then you have your tank. A tank could be more of a support, or he could be more of a DPS tank, uh, like an off-tank kind of build. But you get your, your, your other support role is your medic, of course, you have your, and then uh, if you have someone that's you know, DPS, but also has good healing abilities. You know, let's say they're firearms, electronics. That's basically what I'm running. You have your combat medic. Uh, and then what I say, the last role is kind of duelist. And that's what a lot of people are building towards in this game. If, they're, if they spend a lot of time in Dark Zone, chances are they're, they're duelist. And what it is, is fu- basically fully com- committing to just being a PvP beast and sucking ass in PvE. This is another problem I have with Dark Zone. Is like when you go to dark zone, you kind of have to re gear and and play differently and have different abilities because what works in PVE doesn't really work in 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 the dark zone, no. and and that's the problem because you're running into PVE encounters, but you also have to watch your back in case some asshole just wants to randomly shoot you for the hell of it. So that I don't know, that's 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 kind of a pickle that I'm encountering. Have you noticed the same thing, Obi? I, I have,
0: but it's it's. I really don't have an issue with it because if I'm going to the dark zone, I'm going to have to watch my back anyway. Now there is a fine line to where you can go, maybe like a duelist slash like medic, you know, um, kind of build to where you have that, that firepower plus you have like what you run. You run your your firearms and electronics, so so you have good damage and then you have really good heals. Yeah. Um, so like I mean, you could run something like that. So then you're still effective. Uh, against the level 30 plus in the Dark Zone. Uh, But then still, you can watch your back when something happens. You don't have to sit there and go, fuck, I had the wrong turret. You know, you you still... Or I had the wrong, you know, whatever.
2: Um, Well, I think the best duelist build right now is probably stamina firearms. Because what people are doing is stacking up their armor, their exotic uh, damage resistance, and then they they slot in the overheal, or the pulse for extra damage and they, and they slot in the sticky bomb that blinds people because then they just flash you, and while you 're flashed at a little moment where you can 't see shit, they just burst you down and you 're done and then, if you happen to survive that 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 initial attack, they got so much stamina and damage resistance that chances are they 're going to out dps you and it's it 's a, a little silly
0: well we 'll start we 'll start uh... We'll start uh, getting our groups going and and actually getting more and like making maybe like a day you know every week that we get in there and actually get something in. We'll we'll go PVP gear too.
2: Yeah, have some fun doing it too. That's what I want to do. Exactly uh, what I want to do. I want to farm uh, secondary sets. So like when we're in Dark Zone, I'm probably gonna run stamina and uh, firearms. Stamina and firearms, yeah. Yeah, because you're like. You don't need high electronics to run sticky bomb. The only thing that the electronics would impact is your your cooldowns. But as the 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 flashbang is, is going to be effective regardless, yep. you know. So, and as far as the heal, the heal is if, uh, impacted. But at that point, if you're running over heal, it's just so that you have a little extra heal on top of your med kit. And it doesn't really matter if you have high damage mitigation. You know, you may not even need to heal. You may just run strictly uh, pulse or some other damage buff, you know. Or you might run the healing signature move. Now, that's the tricky part. Like, I'm still debating if I like security link or tactical link better. Because you could go security link and have a little more resistance. Or you could just fully commit to tactical link and have the DPS. But if you don't have teammates that are going to cover you and kind of tank for you while you can put that DPS out. It doesn't matter how much damage you're putting out there. If you're dead, you're dead. Uh, That's the problem. So, right. the last thing we'll talk about before we move on is uh, the inc- the first incursion. Falcon lost. Some people say it's too short. Some people say it's too hard. Um, and the thing is, there's already an exploit. You can actually skip everything and just go straight to the APC and... The, the boss battle spoilers and just cheese it to death. But I'm like, I refuse to do that. I I, I want to actually earn my stripes.
0: Um, well shit. Then whoever wants to do that, come join my group. Um, Oh my God. Uh, we'll leave Yogi behind. We'll, we'll, we'll farm that bitch every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Nope.
2: Not me. <laughs> Pass. Uh,
0: I gotta get 200 gear before I go in
2: there anyway. No, it's, uh, it's 140 gear score to get in you know, on you know on what, normal.
0: What do you think about, uh, this is something we haven't talked about, what do you think about the gear score? Do you think this gear score is actually going to hurt or make this game better? Um, because we've talked about having, you know, different games having gear scores and if you don't have this gear score you can't come or, you know, like, what do you think?
2: I think the way they handle the gear score right now is pretty decent with the way they average it out between all your gear. But the thing is, a lot of people have high gear score, and they have a shit out. Like, like, I have one friend on my list that has, like, a, a, almost 200 gear score, and his gear isn't that impressive. Like, I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is, you know. And, and, and the thing about it is you can fake it. Like, I could go up to a 185 gear score, but the gear that I put in, in my opinion, sucks compared to what I'm running right now. Because I like the utility. Right. So, I think that's, there's a lot of gear that has a higher gear score, but isn't necessarily better than what you have at a lower gear score. So, it's a good benchmark to get an idea of where people are at. Like, obviously, if someone's at gear score 100 or 120, they probably have some ways to go. If they're at 140, they're decent. 160 and up, they're, that's a good place to be. Um, 180 well, uh, and up, I'm at, I'm at I, I would have put too much stock right in it. Yeah. Or
0: 161, so... From the last time you see I was like 122 so um which I made that sniper rifle and um actually I didn't make it I don't have enough parts for it I need more gold parts anyway um the I I like it because it kind of tells you where you're at um now you're always going to get groups um that is going to you know be like oh my god you're 139 and we need 140 uh no sorry uh can't do it like you know there's always going to be groups like that um,
2: gear score is just another thing that people use to measure their dick size. It's just like DPS.
0: You got to realize, guys, when you have a piece of gear that just has a level on it. Um, I had a, I had a piece. I had an AK, um, really high damage, really high DPS, almost 100k DPS, level 30. It was a purple, um, and it was just a level. No, it was level 26 actually, and it was it was one of those black market ones that you, it's it's like a some kind of. I don't know if it was rare, but it's. One of those pickups that don't drop very often and um it didn't count towards my gear score because it said level twenty six has to be level thirty um yeah. and then you'll you'll see the gear score on the far right where the level would be um and then once you actually replace those pieces that are like different levels and not a gear score your gear score will shoot up and it'll average all your it's just like any you know it'll average all your gear scores out so you get a two hundred weapon and then your lowest piece is a hundred you know so it's gonna average between 100 and 200, so... Yeah.
3: This this still sounds like it's Destiny set in New York City. <laughs> You're still... Everything I've seen for the game, everything I've heard about the game, nothing has sold me on it. I was more interested in Rainbow Six
2: Siege. Which is a, another awesome game. See, I... This, it's a very different... In play style, it's very different. Like, this is more tactical, it's more team-oriented. You have to understand mm-hmm. mechanics... Because it has a slower pace, you have to, it lets you it allows you to be more aware of your surroundings, your positioning. You know, it, it's not as run and gun and just whatever throw caution to the wind as de- Destiny. The gear score is also something that Destiny uh, did le- le- well later on, like with the light levels. You yeah. know, they this is something they done, they're doing early on, so they don't
3: want people to bitch, so they're gonna start it out early with that.
2: Yeah, because gear score is polarizing. And the gear score doesn't really come into play uh, unless you're doing the end game challenges, which right now are incursions. And uh, eventually they'll have other stuff too. So, you know, like I said, I think this is a much more team oriented game. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier, understanding the mechanics and, uh, and and having good teamwork fundamentals is far more important than gear score, you know, or your loadouts. You know, if anybody, you know, understands their roles, and the everything meshes together, and it's great. Like like I said, crowd control is king, and, and you know, people refuse to run that. It, it hurts because, you know, when I, I, I've had people that overextend, and they keep dying, and then because they die, you have to go to that, their, their position, and their way out, wherever in the boonies, that puts you at risk, and because, you know, they didn't run any crowd control, now you have a bunch of guys... Rushing you, and is it next? Thing you know that that's what leads to wipes. You know because you have that one weak link.
3: Yeah, I think that's something. That's something that's missing in most games that are out now is the actual need for teamwork and people to know their role and stick with it.
1: Yeah, and
2: because
3: everyone wants to be everyone wants to be the hero. Everyone wants to come in big dick swinging and
2: exactly take everyone's head off. Everybody wants a sexy job, and yeah. it's like. It's like, you know, being a medic, you know, a healer, being a, you know, any kind of support role, a tank, you know, it it isn't sexy to most people. But killing things, that's sexy.
3: I'll relate this back to since I haven't played Division. It sounds a lot like uh, the way this game Mag ran. Mag was just a first-person shooter, PS4, rather high player count for the matches, but It required everyone to have a role and be that role. No one wanted to be the medic. Everyone wanted to have just the heavy machine gun and just go in and try to mow people down because you want those kill numbers. Yep. In order to fix it so that people actually played as a medic, they had to almost double the amount of points that you would get for healing as opposed to killing. Yeah. Though a kill would be worth 10 points, reviving someone would be worth 17. you got to find the bigger numbers somewhere to make people happy.
2: Yeah, see, there isn't a scoreboard in this. So it's one of those things where there needs to be some kind of feedback loop that reinforces those, those intended behaviors, those good behaviors that are not just killing people and surviving, you know? There like to be get more. some kind of bonus after you leave
3: the Dark Zone.
2: Yeah, something. Uh, you know, Elder Scrolls uh, Online has a similar situation. You know, it's 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 ever more stuff. Like everybody wants to be the damage dealer. So then, when you're looking for a tank or a healer, it's really hard. So, guess what? What roles I play? Tank, healer. That's mainly what I do. I could that's do the DPs. easiest
3: way to get a group is to be the hot commodity.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have DPS classes and I do really well at DPS, but there's never a shortage of that. But everybody's always like, Are there any healers? Any tanks? Like. Yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> that's so, why
3: I always made my expertise medic. No one wants to play a medic.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's just, it's just not sexy enough. See that's one of the things that I like I, you know, I always go back to Heroes of the Storm. That's a game that incentivizes, you know, strategic roles, not just KDA, which is where a lot of online games have kinda of devolved in, they have kinda of devolved into that place of like well what's your KDA? what's, what's your ratio, you know? KDA on the-
0: Black Ops Three is above one. I'm happy <laughs> about that.
3: Yeah, that's the it, it's the Call of Duty mindset.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, and that and that 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 that's basically like as long as it's above one. If it's point nine nine, you're shit bag. But if it's one point zero one, dude, you're doing pretty good, man. You're you're <laughs> you're about even. You're not under. You're like you haven't been killed nine hundred times with only four hundred deaths. You know.
3: But yeah. in a game where there's medics, you end up having to justify the massive deaths.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's another thing, too. Like, uh, it's not just about your kills. It's, like, what the, the, what opportunities you create. If you got a, a kill in a very crucial point that led to a push or the taking of an objective, then that's what really matters, like, making those big plays. You know the, the the truth is not always in, in the numbers. The numbers only give you an idea of what happened, but it does not give you the full story. But that's, that's a discussion for another time. Because we could go down that road.
3: <laughs> you can go eighty and zero. You can go yeah, eighty no deaths in a match that your team loses. Oh yeah, absolutely. Congratulations, you still lost.
2: Yeah, those those uh those like kill streak, lone wolf types are often the worst team players because they mm-hmm. don't actually help you accomplish anything, they're just out for themselves, you know, it's just not, that's not a good team experience, so, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I really like about Division, I, I think it, it's by design, it's, it's, it's made so that people really, it, it really places a, a, a great value on finding people you trust to run, to just run anything with, you know, you definitely, I, I know people that go into Dark Zone solo, I think it's suicide, but they do it, and then, they're usually the same people that complain when they lose gold items. Like, oh, I lost all this high-end gear, damn it. Or they're like, Yogi, can you come and help me extract this stuff? Like, oh my god, and it never ends well. Because they, they want they want someone to back them up after the fact, and then guess what, we all get wiped because they didn't plan it ahead of time. You have to go into there with a the group, work together, have a plan, and know, alright, if, sh- if the shit hits the fan... Where what's our rally point? Where, where will we fall back to? Where we we, we you know, rendezvous and then mm. you know, make a move together. Because then that's all it takes: one wipe and then everybody spread out and then forget it. It's just a it's just a cascading effect of just nasty shit. It's just yeah. it's terrible. You
0: know you know what we should do is we should have uh, find two extraction points, right? And then basically somebody shoots one at that one extraction point. And we haul ass to the other one. So basically, whoever's going to be hunting, you know, because there's always people in there hunting extraction points. That's all they do the whole time. They just go to extraction points, and as soon as you get ready to extract, they mow you down, take your shit, and extract it.
2: Yeah, that's a good. That's a good strategy for sure. So, so we go
0: in there, and we go say maybe in uh, like G1, uh, and we then we go up to the G5 one to where, you know, it, it doesn't take very long to get there. So by the time you pop it. You pop it there. It's gonna take one minute, thirty seconds-ish. If you know, one minute forty. That'll give you enough time to get over to that other one. Pop that one, or have somebody over there to pop that one. You know, you know, and then so by the time you get there, you can extract and go. We could try it and see what happens.
2: Yeah, you gotta create diversions. That's definitely an important thing to do. Yeah, maybe is. that's
3: what they're going for. Maybe that's the reason why they have it set up with. People just easily going so rogue, they want you to think a little higher end on what you're trying to do.
1: Right, right, right.
3: Or the devs didn't think of that at all. And,
1: <laughs>
2: and we're giving them too much credit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> quickie.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, it's up time for our quickie. Oh, yeah, we got to do it. Another everyone quickie. Else, everyone else is doing it. So what have we been playing? Heck, what we want to know what we've been watching, guys. Um, We've been watching all sorts of shows. Like crazy shows. Like I'm, I'm, I'm up to probably 15 weekly shows on Who now, and it's I think it's starting to get a little bit. Like I'm glad the seasons are almost up, so I can catch up on the other stuff. Um, Yogi, you want to go first on this?
2: Yeah, I'm. going to trying to make mine as quick too, because I want to make sure we get to the MOBA discussion. I know we got about a half hour left, but uh, one that we share in common that I got you into, right? You're watching it? No. You're not watching Supergirl? No. No? I couldn't find it, dude. I don't... Oh. Well, they had a, a Flash crossover, and apparently they're going to have more crossovers with the CW uh, DC shows, so... Yeah, she's
0: going to be... Uh, Supergirl's supposed to be crossing over into Arrow, too.
2: Oh, nice. This is, you know, it, it's a fun show. Um, it, It's not of the caliber of the Flash, but I'm enjoying it more than Arrow, just because it's more lighthearted and fun. I think Arrow sometimes takes itself too seriously, and it's kind of a downer at times. But, you know, it has its ups and downs. Um, a, a, a funny show that I really recommend, Last Man on Earth. Yes, Blue, I hear you. Have you seen, have you guys seen this?
0: No. Nope. It looked too stupid to start watching.
2: You know what? I thought it was stupid at first, but it's actually really enjoyable. And also, I'm, I'm a sucker for Cleopatra, Coleman. Hmm... Her lips are so beautiful. Anyway. So nobody's biting on that one. I'm telling your wife. No, but, but you know, the thing that's fun about the show is that it starts off as a show that is exactly what you expect. What would you do if you were the last man on Earth and all the stupid shit that you would do, right? And then it, it slowly evolves into more than that. And I don't want to spoil too much of it, but you find out that he's not the last man on Earth. And then you realize, like, the stuff that happens is, like, if you are, you know, the two last people on Earth, how would that change things? What about if there's only three people left on Earth? Would you really still have petty differences and drama? Or would you just realize, well, we're the last people, last of humanity that we know of. We need to really make shit happen. You know, would you be frivolous? Would you try to, like, keep society going, rebuild society? Like, what would you, how would you react? So, even though it's a comedy... I think it tackles some really like interesting issues, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun show. I, All I, right,
3: I, here's the solution to the last five people on Earth. <laughs> you drag race Lamborghinis to see who's leader that week. <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah, that's one way to do it. And so it shall be. <laughs> Another show that people were recommending, and I finally started checking out. I haven't seen too much of it yet. It's yeah. actually a miniseries, an eight-episode miniseries. It's uh, Stephen King's uh eleven twenty three sixty three. Very intriguing. James Franco's in it. Uh,
3: That's the J.J. Uh, the J. Abrams show, right?
2: I don't know. J.J. J. Abrams might produce it. Just have a little bit of a flavor to it. I, and I didn't notice too much lens flare, so I'm not sure if it is J.J. J. Abrams. <laughs> but, but, sorry, I couldn't help myself. But it's definitely Stephen King. You know how Stephen King... I think there's a few things that Stephen King does very well. I mean, he does a lot of things very well, but... For me, like, he shines whenever he does, like, a small-town story. You know what I mean? Like, that. there's something about whenever he does, like, the small town, or, like, the little diners, and, you know, the little quaint towns, you know? That's because that's
3: what he knows. Yeah, that's, that's... That was a... If I remember correctly, that was a really good book.
2: I don't, this is one that I haven't read, and I read a lot of his stuff. I, this one I haven't read, so I'm just enjoying the show, so I'm going to a completely brand-new... Like, I've okay. read The Strand over and over again in all these different iterations, and I love I, that series.
3: I do highly recommend reading that book once you finish the series. Okay. I don't think it's a long read.
2: Okay. I've been really bad keeping up with fictional reading. Most of my reading now is, like, technical, you know, self-personal development type stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to, like, budget that time. I to get a, I have to get better at that. But, you know... This is uh, a fun tree. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. So, uh, all right. So next few ones, I'm caught up with Legends of Tomorrow. I'm not going to talk too much about that. Uh, I'm caught up with Gotham. That show keeps. Oh God, that 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 show is so good. And yeah, I, I want to talk about it so much, but a lot of people are not caught up with it. But the stuff they're doing do with uh, Arkham Asylum and explaining like basically the origins of, of what what's going on with that or nefarious uh, the plans they have. It's still, like, really hazy. Like, you don't have a full picture of what, what's going on or why and what the motivations of everybody is. And then, like, Jim Gordon, you know, spoiler, he, he gets framed, and then he gets a out of it. And the, the, we've seen the beginnings of the Riddler as we know him and the, and the Penguin as we, as we know him, as we've come to know him. And, oh, it's, it's such a good show. It's so good. It's the Shield. I Zombie. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, yeah. I'm watching them all.
0: In the shield, agents of shield, legends of Tomorrow, I Zombie, Daredevil two. I already watched that. Of course, the Arrow. Um, I watched uh, Empire uh, as well, which is you know the music aspect of it. But
2: I Zombie's done, right for the for this season. Uh, yes. Cause that was like like that last episode was an old oh, shit like dr- b- bomb dropped. Yeah, like on who's a zombie and who's not. <laughs> Dude, like I kind of saw it coming, but I was still kind of like, "Damn!" Like the freaking New World Order shit. I'm like, "Oof!" And all the like, they have a lot of little subplots going on that makes that well, show really fun. Well, that
0: well, that one girl zombie, I thought she was going to go crazy when that one guy zombie was turned fully.
2: Oh yeah, was like, that. I thought she's going to go nuts, dude. That shit, I feel bad I about up. that. Like, and I saw that coming too. Like, I was like, he's going to be a hero, and then she, won't, like, she no, wasn't going to get gonna there. No, going to kill his ass off,
0: actually. Never mind. Yeah, that,
2: that's, but it's setting up a lot of stuff, though. Like, and, them, then, and then that guy's daughter,
0: which happened to be eating his brains on the in the elevator.
2: Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of good moments that last episode, man. I can't,
0: I'm sorry, guys. I'm talking in circles, but I can't talk too, too much. I mean, I can tell you everything, but.
2: Now, see, that that's how you do a cliffhanger without freaking shoving a giant dildo up someone's ass, like the way The Walking Dead did. Yeah, I,
3: I still have a bitter taste in my mouth from that one.
2: Yeah, that shit was such a cock tease, man. Talk about being blue-balled, man. And we Thanks, knew it was coming. We, we knew that we were going to do it, but... It still, we... still made me angry. <sighs> oh, well. Well, Flash is coming back April 19th, so we'll have that to talk about next week, Ob. Yay. Uh, bye, Zombie. Oh, Can't wait for next season already. Uh, all right. I- I- I'm going to wrap up mine there. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about the video game stuff. Uh, other than we do need people. We would wa- like more people for our Madden Leagues on uh, Madden NFL Mobile and Madden 16 on Xbox One. So hit us up if you want to join now, us. Now, to hit us up on, and,
0: and this is something, to hit us up on either of them, you can, you can hit us both up. Um, I can. I think I can add on mobile, and then Yogi can add on Xbox One too. If you need to, just you can. He can add you right from his friends list. So for those that, uh, if if Robbie was gonna, who was gonna join us? I know War Kid's gonna join us. Um, and then I think you said Robbie.
2: Uh, I don't know if Robbie's gonna join us. I'm trying to get him on the mobile. I don't know if he'll do it, Join us on uh, Madden NF, uh, Madden 16. Well, who's gonna? Jo- I thought you said somebody's gonna join us on our
0: on the Xbox.
2: Uh I invited uh, Kevin from the Worst Radio yeah, Show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But you can just if if he's on your if he's on your friends list, you can just add him.
2: I did. You can invite him too. So. I did. I didn't know about working the did you, did you invite him? Yes. All right, and uh, cousin Batman, aka Captain Deadpool, says that he won't join because a he doesn't really pay Madden until it's football season, and b he doesn't want to. You know, he doesn't want to embarrass us. He's talking smack. Yeah. Bring your ass on, scrub. Yeah, I said, uh, I don't know. I think you, I won't give you a challenge, but I think the rest of our league will. <laughs> I openly admit I'm a scrub. Speaking I of which. At, I play on all Madden, guys. So if you want to challenge
0: me, come right ahead. I'm more than willing to show you how to receive an ass open.
2: Obi, let me tell you about my epic game. And then yeah. we're going to move on to our next segment, cause, uh, unless you have any big shows you want to talk about. but uh, Nope, I just got news for Saturday. That's it. Okay. Did you have any shows you want to talk about being hat? No, I haven't been watching much TV other than Walking Dead. Okay, all right. Well, this is my Madden game. So I was leading by a touchdown, extra point, and a field goal. So I had a nice little lead. Then I give up a touchdown, but I still had you know the three-point lead, right? actually no cuz then they did a two point conversion and they brought it down to like somehow they brought it down to like a two point lead difference or something anyway mm-hmm. either way no that's what they did then they they, they in, in garbage time right they mm-hmm. freaking get a field goal and tie the game right
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and i i have like uh 15 seconds on the game on the game clock and i freaking do a clutch play they did like a play action, something play action, and they they were go- they thought I was going to go deep with it. I end up freaking doing a lateral pass and running it like 50 yards. And I get in field goal range, kick that sucker, and win that game in garbage time. Nice. I'm like, nice. this guy was like, there's no way I'm going to take this into overtime. It was already a bullshit game. Opening drive, they fucking score on me. The 49ers, who are have one of the worst records in our franchise – <laughs> like they're like 1-8 and eight. They're worse than my team And they were freaking Yo they were tryharding so hard I, 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 Oh god The oh, shit god. they were pulling off man I'm gonna be like You know our our
0: the leader on mobile I'm gonna be like him with our I'm still undefeated <laughs>
1: <laughs> So like
0: I'm 7-0 and o, I'm on my bye week right now um, Yes yeah, so I'm still undefeated I still The only people that are gonna beat me is a real person I that's, that's all I can say.
2: I've started to get a feel for the behaviors of the AI.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Cause the AI is unforgiving if you don't understand what triggers them and what how they behave. But I'm starting to see the patterns. Well,
0: like you like I said before, as long as you know what each position does, like outside linebackers, they're either going to rush outside. They're rarely going to rush inside. That's that's the middle linebacker and the ta- the defensive tackles. The, the the outside linebacker is either going to do one of three things. He's going to rush the quarterback, he's going to drop into the flat, or he's going to back up five yards into the middle of the field. That's it. Yeah, unless yeah. He's, unless he's man-on-man on, man on a receiver. And then if he's man-on-man on, man on a receiver, that receiver is more than likely nine times out of ten in the slot position, which is right next to the, defense, or the tight end, if anybody doesn't know that, but as a wide receiver, and he's probably going to go over the middle. Yep. And, yeah. like, you just make your linebacker stay there. Uh, even when you're running, um, there's a little trick on mobile, and I'll, I'll, I don't know if I want to put this out, but like you don't even have to hit the joystick. Um, on Madden 16 is the same way, but as soon as you hit anything, you stop running. Like You can let the guy do his own play, and nine times out of ten, he'll find a hole and just scoot right through it. But if you touch anything, if you do a spin move, a stiff arm, whatever, It stops right dead tracks and then they they hurt you I did that with my running back the other day
2: yeah I gotta work on my running game and let them do more the
0: micro and only take over when I really need to the best thing is is that I found out and I know we gotta get to this next topic before we get in but the next the best thing that I found out is don't hit your speed boost or your R1 or or your right trigger don't hit that until you at least get to the line of scrimmage Unless there's yeah. somebody in the backfield, you gotta hit maybe hit it a little bit early. Because if, if you hit it right at the line of scrimmage, and you're running, you know, you're doing a set play and you're running through a hole, you'll actually run right through that hole because you're not going fast enough. And then if you bump into your own guy, you'll actually do a spin move off of him. It's actually really, really cool. You just make sure that you don't hit it too early because then by the time you get it to the middle linebackers, you have no speed left.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a low burst of speed you got to use them at just the right moment. Yeah, I'm learning those little nuances, you know, it's still frustrating because the AI is much harder than than previous Madden games, like, you can't slack, like, you, other Madden games, I can play on autopilot, but here I have to actually, like, think about what I'm doing. So oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta,
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta,
2: Mobus. Well, we'll do, do, do a quick 2X and then we'll talk about, we'll do our feature discussion, but, uh. Just gonna set up. Time. <laughs> oh, this quick question: we are not gonna answer them? Just gonna put it out for people to call in and stuff. So, is the mobile space becoming too crowded? You know, and how do we feel about WB games and how they handle guardians in the Middle Earth? Uh, it's something we never really got to talk about. And you know, it kind of leads us to what we're gonna talk about: Should mobas ever not be free to play? Should you know, like, the, I think free to play works for mobas. Are people willing to pay for a mobile game. Hmm. So let us know what you think, 646-801-2149, again, 646-801-2149, that's our voicemail, slash uh, c- SMS, you know, text line, so text us some voicemail there. But let's talk about a feature of discussion, let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. You know, uh, basically we're going to continue the theme of MOBAs, why we love them, hate them. Um, and we're going to talk more about, uh, a little less about Smite and, and Heroes of the Storm tonight, we're we'll going to talk about more about Battle, Battle I feel like all we really had time for. So... Obi, I know you've been playing because the open beta is here on mm-hmm. all platforms that matter, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, open beta is on PC and Xbox One. Okay. not that
0: platforms that matter, got it.
2: It's a PS4 too, but we don't really care about the system. <laughs> at least I don't. <laughs> well, uh, the elephant in the room. This is my only concern. You call me fat? No, 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 The elephant in the room, Obi. Can we know? We know the game has great polish. It's a fun game. It definitely stands out on its own, right? But are there gonna be enough players on the game since pe- it's a full price game? It's a paid mobile. You have to buy into it before uh-huh. people can even play. Shouldn't this be a thirty nine ninety nine game at most? What do you think? I I don't think it should be sixty. I really don't.
0: Um, from playing the beta and playing what what characters we could play or that we were you know we were allowed to play, um, I, I, the game is really really good. I mean you're looking at And, and forgive me for, for, for comparing it to these games, but the game's kind of like a, you know, a third person, you know, like a smite or even kind of like a gigantic feel to it. If you guys have ever played gigantic, it's, it's kind of got that third person feel to it. Yeah. Um, if, if I were to say it'd be like, it'd be like a gigantics competitor because it's so close to where, um, it's not just like you, you're not just, I mean, you can shoot a long way. Um, for the guys that I play, I play, uh, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Oscar Mike. And then I play, uh, the sniper and even, even just with Oscar Mike's, he's got a machine gun and even with him, I can shoot a long way if I can hold the, you know, hold the, you know, the, the crosshairs on the person. But I just, I like the feel it being a $60 game. I don't know if I would buy it. Um, but I... Consoles where it's going to do real well. I do see what they're doing, because it's like, you know, if you're willing to buy this game, maybe there won't be as many trolls, uh, per se. That's
2: a good point. That's a good point.
0: You look at League of Legends, you look at Heroes of the Storm, you look at Smite, yes, even Heroes of the Storm, where it's free to play. Anybody can get it. Any Tom, Dick, Harry, you know, 10-year-old can play the game, and... you know, if something's not going right, they get killed two or three times. We've seen it. Me and Yogi have seen it personally. And, you know, you get two killed two or three times in the first five or six minutes. Well, I'm done. See you, guys. Wait, 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 wait. We just started the game, dude. Where are you going? Oh, I died twice. I'm, I'm no good. This is not League of Legends, dude. See... We can, we can still... We we need to play as a team. Like it's, you know... Like I said, it's, it's not one of those regular MOBAs. I don't think it should be $60... Maybe twenty nine ninety nine, maybe you know thirty nine at the most. I mean, max forty bucks. Yeah, what is thirty dollars would be a good price point for this game, just because that's enough investment investment for somebody like me or you that wants to play the game with all all those stupid freaking idiots going. I'm a freaking I'm a big guy with a gun and I'm in back the back line, or I'm I'm an Oscar Mike and I'm playing a freaking sniper role. You know, shit like that. It's like, you know, you're not going to get that if if they got to pay for it. I mean, it, if it comes down in price, I will definitely get it, but it's not something I want to pay full price for, especially with all these other games coming out.
2: This is my thing. Um, and, and and Beard is right. Like, it's going to do really well in console because we're used to paying out the ads for games, you know. It's only, like, that's kind of the hard part of of doing a console thing is if you're a PC gamer, you're like, looking at the prices, like, damn, we're really getting raped left and right. <laughs> with PC, you get so much value. It's like, it's night and day, and it's sad. But what they, what they should have done with this, is made it like a $20, $30 game. So it's like a premium, well, it would be like the equivalent of like a premium indie Xbox Live Arcade type thing offering, right? It's like a full mm-hmm. full-fledged release. But, you know, but it has, the, it has the polish, right? There's enough content there. But, then they should have given the option for people that really wanted to buy it and go all in to get added bonus content, you know, the skins and all the bullshit in-game currency. We they, saw this though. We, we do... saw
3: a company do that though. We saw that with Evolve, and we saw how bad that backfired.
2: But Evolve, the problem with Evolve is that they were a full-price game that was also doing. They also had a shit ton of microtransactions after the release. That's a bad model. You have to either be free with a lot of microtransactions or cheap with some microtransactions. But you can't have full price game with tons of microtransactions. That's a bad economy. Especially a game where you need. It's a game that is all strictly multiplayer. You need people online for matchmaking. I don't think this game is going to be multi platform cross play. Hopefully it will be at some point. Because that would be ideal. Like I feel that that needs to be a thing. 'Cause you, you want you know, you want as many people playing this as possible. So either they're gonna end up dropping the price really quickly or they're gonna you know, sweeten the pot. Something has to happen to make sure that there's 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 people playing the game. 'Cause if the if the wait times are any longer than like two minutes, there's just too many too many other alternatives people to go to. Yeah, people will go to Overwatch. Overwatch, gigantic Smite. I mean, it's just too many options on console that it is. And then if you're on PC, whew.
3: Well, good luck getting people away from
2: League. Yeah. Though I would have put this in the same ballpark as League. Like, League, League of Legends I compare it with Strife, uh, Dota, Han, but I mean, like that. I that's the
3: people they're going for, though. That's who they want to be playing their game. Because if you get the the higher-ups interested and invested in the game, the people who watch them on Twitch will then buy the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think I think with Battleborn, it's a game that will appeal more to people that previously didn't like MOBAs, much like Smite has done and Gigantic, right? Because the big hang-up with a lot of people is they don't like the top-down, you know, isometric-type style of, of, of uh, presentation, right? So you make it fully 3D and you make it beautiful and there's lots of eye candy, suddenly that barrier is gone.
3: Aren't they? Isn't uh, what Paragon doing that too? Or-
2: yep. Oh, God. <laughs> that's one we haven't touched.
0: Yeah, Janelle was playing it the other day. Or Genie. That game.
3: That game just is another one that I see it and it just doesn't appeal.
2: What was that other one? The the web based MOBA that people were playing for a while. Mm. What was that game? By the way, Paragon. That's the one that's made by Epic Games, right? The people that. Then they do, uh I can't th- even think now, fucking uh, yeah, exactly. Gears of War, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and Paragon looks good, but it's like, is there enough compelling, like, I don't know. There was this web-based game, though, that people were playing, it was a web-based MOBA game. You play it as a web game, or as a standalone game, like... A lot of streamers were rocking for a bit, and it just fell off. I don't know what happened. Oh, what's that game? It was actually kind of cool, too. Name that game. Fuck. Heroes of Rune? No. Keep saying name, maybe eventually i will jog something.
3: Chaos Online?
2: No. Booty Calls R our- Oh, yeah, that's it. Thought so. Nailed it. Anyway, neither here nor there. But, you know, Battleborn, you know, I, I- I'm really loving it. I'm just scared it's going to be another Guardians of Middle Earth situation where they're going to burn the candle on both ends and their greed is going to result in the game dying out, which is a shame.
1: Oh, man.
2: You know cuz I think there's enough compelling reason to be playing this alongside of gigantic or in place of gigantic. Um I think Smite still has something different from this. You know Smite's a little bit more bordering on traditional MOBA. This is a uh, Battleborn feels more leaning more towards a Team Fortress-style experience, like Overwatch does, you know? It's more objective-driven. Yeah. And then it's got the little tower defense element in there, your resource management. A lot of nice things to keep it really fresh, you know, and the action feels good, and it's intense. It's really fast-paced. It's a, lot of, a lot of good things going for it. It's just, you know, and, and, I, and I, full disclosure, I have the game on pre-order, so I, I'm bu- I, I've bought in already. But I'm looking at it, I'm like... Dumbass, fifty nine ninety nine,
3: man. Never pre-order.
2: I usually don't, but now with Amazon Prime, you get that twenty percent off. Kind of hard not to do it, right? You know, and sometimes they'll throw me a deal like get an additional fifteen dollars off. Like, like I got uh, the division for thirty. No, I got it for less than thirty bucks, brand new, and I've got one of my money's mon- money's worth out of it. One hundred twenty plus hours already in that game. <laughs> So, oh, ho- hopefully they do right. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I I hate to say it, like it, it's not like I don't want to be that guy that says that certain games should always be at certain price, right? But if you look like a shmup, I love shmups, right? Shoot 'em ups, you know, where you're like you're like a little spaceship or a little dude shooting guns and yeah. avoiding bullets that coming in. You know those kind of games, like yeah. uh, Gradius or Life Force or I already Ikaruga. Said yes. I already said this. This is for our audience. Don't be a dick. I need some more examples, please. 1942. Oh. Raiden. Raptor. Yes. Blue Stinger. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I can you Continue. Continue.
2: Uh, uh, lightning force. lightning good one, force. Good one. Good <laughs> one. He- heavy, uh, heavy Weapon. Great job. I knew you'd get that one. Uh, I, I I go on and on. I, I love the. Some oh, might, please do. Please some going say might say that Contra is definitely a shmup. It's definitely a bullet hell game. That's for sure. I,
0: I, for some reason, I knew you were gonna say that one. Did you? I thought
2: mm-hmm. he was gonna go Metal Slug. Yeah, Metal oh, Slug. And that
0: was a good one too.
2: Yeah, Metal man. Slug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, but the point is, when you look at those kind of games now, and there's still an audience for t- today, right? But when you look at a game. I think the average person will say this is a $15 game at most. $20 if it's like a Cimemora caliber of game. With a lot of polish and there's actually a narrative and and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, and of course, let's not forget Paz Dragoon. The best shmup ever.
0: (laughs) I would... Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: (laughs) Anyway, I I had to get my Sega fanboyness in there. I I was going to lead in with that, but I refrained. I restrain myself a bit.
3: <laughs> Just listed off 40. At least 40 games. Well done.
2: I like the I like the genre, but I have to admit, as much of a fan I am of the genre, and I do have quite a lot of shmups in my collection. You said school,
0: 18, but, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> he was exaggerating for illustrative purposes. That's you know, perfectly bad. Like 40 balanced.
0: games, bro. No, I'll try half that.
2: But, but the point is, mm-hmm. that's not a game you would... If someone says... You, this is a sixty-dollar game, which there was a, re- a game that released recently, digital only, no off-the-shelf offering. They were like, "This is a sixty-dollar game," like people were like, "What?" And it's you know, it, it makes you think about like I, I think there are certain price ranges for certain types of games. Certain certain models work for certain genres, and I think MOBAs are one of those mo- those genres where it's either gotta be cheap or free. To get in. Well, oh, yeah.
3: That's because that's the... That's the industry
2: standard. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the expectation. That's
3: just what the... That's what the industry has decided. It's like, we're gonna give you this game. We're gonna give you a taste. And then we have all this stuff you can buy.
2: Exactly. And there's plenty of stuff to buy, y'all. Cool skins and pets and... Ways to show off that you have lots of... Ex- disposable income. <laughs> or nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, and then.
3: And that's how babies those are games made. have... Mm-hmm. No, that's actually the opposite of how babies are made. MOBAs usually...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just saying. You like a good segue, you know? Just...
2: I don't know. I think plenty of people fall in love in, in MOBAs. It's a very social environment where people are lovingly embracing each other and working together hey, as a team.
0: We're going to give you guys a demonstration of a conversation between a male mobile player and a female mobile player oh my god there's a grill in here yeah guys i'm here oh my god you can suck my dick right No, <laughs> i don't want that little piggy thing oh yeah you fucking cunt that's really all that happens
2: my favorite thing is the girls that complain about that treatment but they clearly want the attention because they go into like league of legends one of the most toxic communities in the, in, in the world uh, and they their gamer tag is their handle's uh Kitty Girl Meow Meow. <laughs> like like dude, or, yeah, or, or, I don't want any attention with that name.
0: Or or aka I know you know who this is, but uh, uh blowjobs for blue buffs.
2: Oh god, yeah. And I love her I to love death. You. I love you kitty. That's very tongue <laughs> tongue in cheek, but it's like <laughs> That's all we need more to encourage the trolls further.
0: She's gonna yell at me, dude. <laughs> Just like I'm gonna get yelled at. Shut
2: up, Yogi, Obi. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we start wrapping up, kinda we gotta send this off soon, mm-hmm. let's let's ask Beard uh, a the million dollar question. I would say because I don't yes. think he's he's too keen on MOBAs. Why is what it? Gave the- <laughs> what gave you what gave me that impression?
3: Yeah, what gave you that idea?
2: Well, you know intuition. I, I won't put words in your mouth, but what is it with MOBAs that appeals the least to you? or what, what turns you off the most when it comes to MOBAs? If you had to pick one thing.
3: I think it's the amount of time that has passed since those games have reached their prominence. So I have no idea what I'm doing. And the community will then shit on me for not knowing what I'm doing. There's no, there's no real way to learn the game without just having to sit through being berated by assholes.
0: Well, goddamn, that was a bullshit excuse.
3: No, no, that's my legitimate one, because I can go and play something else.
2: That's actually really fair. I actually think that's the biggest opportunity with MOBAs, is making them less elitist and more accessible, which is why I love Heroes of the Storm. I think even though it has given way to League of Legends' tendencies, it's still the best game for people that want to learn to jump in. Smite... On console, it's good for learning. On PC, it's hit or miss. Not so much. Yeah, but there are things with Smite to help you out, like the auto-buying system and the auto-leveling system. So all you have to focus on is the mechanics, the core mechanics, rather than what build should I use? This is the right item for this guy? You know.
0: And guys, I've been playing people. You know, uh, you guys know I'm a I'm a ranged player, so I've been playing a lot of more Cuckoo. Been playing some Ra, Biden, Zeus um a lot of these a lot of these gear sets that these guys get they automatically get their their there's their purification they automatically get you know their you know a, a damage piece and then they get a health piece and then they get a piercing or armor piercing piece like they're automatically going to get a good set of gear so don't worry about that stuff worry about how to shoot how to cast your spells how to move around your minions and around your team um because you make one slip up Especially if you're playing one of those kind of characters that really don't have a lot of mobility, you can get caught very, very easy with some of those uh, some of those gods that uh, are in Smite.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you fine tune your awareness and understand the objectives, everything else will come into place. Cause that's right. like even people that play mobas a lot suck at that a lot of times. Like they're just focused on killing rather than how can we take objectives? How can we push? our team forward rather than just my scoreboard my my personal stats right but you know beard if, if they do if you are ever curious you know you can always play heroes of the storm that's something that's multi-platform
3: i have it loaded up on my computer dude
2: you know hit me up during the week we'll set up a little ad hoc heroes of the storm and you i'd guys love to understand. have more reasons to play that
0: and you guys listening and watching the stream live you guys can hit us up on voicemail or, you or text 646-801-2149. Let us know what you guys think. We really do want to know. Like I said, but fortunately, it's about time to go. We do really love each and every one of you guys that listen and, 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 and that join us live. Horseplay Live is everywhere you can listen to and download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, play RFM, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Please take a few minutes out to favorite... Thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, share. Even better, guys. We'd love it if you guys leave some comments or reviews. And for those that are leaving those comments or reviews already, thank you guys. It really, it really didn't, probably didn't take you very long, and it really gives us uh, some good feedback. So we really appreciate that. You guys like iCandy. We have YouTube videos and Twitch videos as well. YouTube.com forward slash Antics. Twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics here on Geeky Antics network in collaboration with all games radio network. We have tons of shows that we cover with a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug them all. So for the full lineup, go check out geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. Uh, you can see our flagship show on our Twitch fi- profile and our aggregate feed over at geekyantics.net forward slash podcast. Don't forget guys, our outros. Our intros, outros are all royalty free, brought to you by TechnoX.com. That's Techno with a K. Go check him out. Thousands of songs, guys. It's it's really it's really uh it's really amazing. So um one thing real quick before we go, we're gonna get everybody's uh, little digits uh where they're gonna be at and where you guys can find them guys live. Uh Saturday, uh we're having of course there's timing YBT time at at twelve o'clock, and then um usually we have the NSFW, which is the same day as Time Webby Tea Time. Um, I have a little trip that I have to take, won't be home till about 6.30, 7 o'clock, so we're actually gonna be doing NSFW, Not Safe for Wrestling, at 9pm, right here on Geeky Antics. So guys, come check us out Saturday, that's 9pm Eastern Time on Geeky Antics, uh, right here on Twitch. So, other than that guys, you guys can find me anywhere, Obi-Wan X2, uh, anywhere, really. Uh, Xbox Live, Twitter, Twitch, whatever. Come come check me out, guys. Come say hi. Yogi?
2: Yes, I'm Yogi Zilla everywhere. Uh, Xbox Live, Steam, Twitter. Yep. Uh, they come to all the bases. Tumblr.
0: Yeah. How about you, Beard?
3: Beard and Hat, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Cool, cool, Think guys. About, go check.
0: Think about covers it. Cool, cool. Go check those guys out, guys, um, if you haven't. If you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, the Dag Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is up next, followed by Knuckleballer Radio at its new time, every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to hang out and chat. Hit the live or chat button. Um, now remember our friends, of course, remember from earlier, B-Team Podcast is Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time on All Games Radio Network. So, guys, that's it from Horseplay Live. This is Obi-Wan X2, Yogizilla and our guest, Beard and Hat. We'll see you guys next week. Later, suckers. Peace! Wow, that was weird. That double feedback.
1: (laughs) we <laughs>
0: See you guys next week You're an idiot You, see
2: said, you guys. You said that the, the outro was too long So I made it shorter
0: <laughs> Yeah and did something else to it too um, I think we're still going to try To play a couple games of Borderland, or, um, Borderlands Borderlands um, Battleborn um, Depending on how fast we can get people in here um, But other than that guys I'll see you guys tomorrow Peace Wow <laughs>